You are now, now tuned into Progressive Action Radio, the most objective show in America. Hosted by Tramel Thompson, co-hosted by Jamel Wilson, and DJ Damage is on the wheels of steel. You will never know what to expect when thoughts and wisdom unite. People! Get ready. 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 Progressive action is now live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a new show of Progressive Action Radio. I'm very happy to be here today. A lot have transpired within the last week. Um, and it's a, it's a lot to talk about today, you know. One thing, one of the things I want to talk about is the new website, progressiveaction.info. It has done very well. We have got maybe like uh, 19, 20,000 uh, visitors, um, about 25,000 views of the articles, which is great. You know, we only been active for about a week or two weeks, something like that. But it's very great. I, I, I'm loving seeing people retweet the shows, share the shows, comment on them. Um, you know the uh, the topics and 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 everything that we got going on. It's a it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing, and I'm very happy that it was started. And you know today today is very very, um, very 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 important. We go we gonna have a little rebuttal here. I got I got uh, Lloyd Archer. I got Lloyd Archer here today. He's back. He's he's. He's feisty today. I said, Lloyd, man, you got a lot of energy today. I think he ready. What's up, Lloyd? What's up, bro? How you feel this evening? I feel good. How you feel? Uh, I got a lot to dump on y'all tonight. A lot? A whole lot. <laughs> Big as the president of this union. <laughs> <laughs> Big as the president of the union. Yeah, you know, and, and, and it's a lot going on with this, with this guy. You know, what I mean? you know they, they, they shaking. Like I said, they try to get me deleted on Facebook. Um, you know, a few weeks ago, and um, I, I just don't understand these guys, man. Like, I'm not doing anything but trying to bring the truth to the members. Exactly, you said the truth. They can't handle the truth, as my man Jack Nicholson said. Uh, they uh, anybody that speaks against them, they try to silence them, like they're the mafia or something. Yeah, and they really do think they they part of some criminal organization. <laughs> you know what I mean? That type of stuff. I want I wanna I wanna play a sound bite. Samuelson was on a um uh some type of radio show and he was up there lying. But I need y'all to listen to this particular lie. I'ma play it for y'all live right now. Take a listen. Around the organization that we have on the ground uh among rank and file transit workers is much stronger than it was. Uh, in 2012, uh, we have uh, been doing a lot of organizing uh, in the seven years that I've been president, both internal organizing and external organizing. Uh, we have no intention uh, in, of, in this round of bargaining of making any kind of public pronouncement that there won't be a strike deadline set. Uh, we're going to go back to the more traditional Transport Workers Union Local 100 model of establishing a deadline that'll that'll be that, that deadline will be the product of a discussion with our executive board, which hasn't happened yet. The negotiations won't begin till November, but we do expect it to be a very different type of negotiation. 
Now, listen to that. He has been a, doing a lot of organizing. Where? Where where has this organizing been taking place? At his home? Cuz it hasn't been it hasn't been no organizing. None whatsoever. In fact, just recently, they just went to go support the Verizon workers, you know, probably like on day 40. You know, they they went to go support the um Verizon workers and I just didn't understand why they didn't send no mass email for the members to come support the Verizon workers because I seen members doing their own thing. What mobilizing and organizing ha- is this guy talking about, Lloyd? Well, I don't know. I don't know what kind of organizing and mobilizing he's talking about. Every meeting, every mass membership meeting he's given, you had close to 100 people there. You at, at any rally, you had close to 300 people there. And if you really listen to that soundbite, when he said he was out there organizing and mobilizing and doing it different from 2012, he had to laugh at it himself. Yeah, the, and I noticed I analyzed that whole thing. Whenever he lied, he giggled. Exactly. He chuckled, you know what I'm saying? This dude is a straight-out liar. And and they go start the negotiating negotiations in November. But the contract is up in January, which only thing that tells me is that I believe the contract is done the already. The deal is done. I believe it's done, too. The, the, it has to be done. Because y'all, you 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 poking your chest out. You know it's done, and it has to be done because Cuomo threw you a bone and nominated you to be on the, the MTA board. And that's kind of strange, also. This is the first sitting president of the local that's ever been on the MTA board. It's usually the 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 bottom the bottom three officers, but for some reason, like I like you said, Tremel, I think he threw him a bone. Even though it's not a, a a voting position, but he's going to you know give him a little something to to work with in this contract. No, he 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 definitely is, and I, I just don't understand like why do why does Sammy? I mean, why does Cuomo like you so much? What are you doing for him? You give him what he wants. <laughs> exactly what, the, the the tier six. He gave him tier six. He accepted that, and and ain't no telling what else y'all got going on through the pipeline. Because you know it's it's pretty crazy with y'all. It's pretty pretty crazy. And and when I seen that, I I was like, all right, I won't be surprised if he tried to run some for some type of position. Uh, uh, you know, councilman. I don't know what he may run for, but this dude is 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 up to something, man. In Garrison Beach somewhere. Yeah, he maybe he might even try to run for mayor. He if you if, if during that soundbite he was attacking um. De Blasio. Exactly. Why are you worrying about De Blasio? He don't sign off on our contracts. You should be attacking Cuomo. <laughs> well, the easiest guy to attack is the easiest guy to attack. Yeah. Now, let me ask you something, Lloyd. How do you feel about Norman Seabrook getting arrested? Well, to tell you the truth, um, I have a problem with it. This this is one of, one of the strongest and one of the most boisterous labor leaders that we have now. Yes, sir. All right. And the president of our local, Local 100, has done things that I think and believe that he should be in jail. If, if you guys out there remember when he first took office, his secretary used a credit card and bought her a car. What? He was shopping in Pathmark, taking people out to dinner and all. And spending money like it's crazy. But they found no wrongdoing in him. This guy invested union money to help the membership have money there for when they retire, and they, and they locked him up. 
Um, I would say maybe it was because of the color of his skin. I, I believe so, too. I think they make an example. I think it's an, an attack on all unions. That they too. make an example. Out of him. Out of him. And and it seemed, it seemed BS, but you know we never know. But I'm more interested in, in this $30 million for the two-and-a-half floors because I'm going I'm to I'm stress this. Harry Will said Samuelson never wanted those floors. Something transpired between Nick Bedell going to school with, with, with the realtor from Hunting College and, and Samuelson and making him change his mind. Did you say kickback? Um, yeah, whatever they want to call it, kickback, finder's fee, you know, and, and Nick Bedell saying, do you have any proof? How can I have a proof of, of a transaction that's not, that nobody's supposed to know about? Exactly. I'm not supposed to know about that transaction, but I will have people who do commercial real estate come on the show and explain to me how it does work because it's something that goes on where, you know, you do get a finder's fee for finding property for people, especially if the deal goes down. I just want to know what convinced Samuelson to go from no to yes. Maybe you should invite him on the show and ask him and see what he says. Have you invited him on the show yet? We sent him two emails. No response. No response. And, and I don't expect for it to be a response. He probably looked down at us like, who, who these guys think they are? And, you know, I, I don't have to go on their show. And, but you want to know what? Check out our stats. Look at, look at our – we motivating people. Y'all, y'all don't y'all don't have no fight. Y'all y'all can't y'all can't compete against the truth. Y'all out here lying and 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 you know trying to attack members and just like this dude um uh Derek Echevera. I don't know I don't know who invited him to the group, but I, I want them to be in the group. But he came on he came in the group and I said something and he said you don't know me. You know he tried to poke out his chest on me like he could bully me or whatever <laughs> whatever he thinking. Um. And then he said, you don't know what I do for my department. And ironically, two people from his department said, hey, I've been trying to get in contact, you, contact with you for three months. And here he come. Oh, hego, hego, my number. But y'all guys is on Facebook and, and, and y'all, y'all going to parties and, and drinking after work and stuff like that. Y'all not taking care of the members. And then after that, another person, another member came and said, I must contest that it's very hard to get Mr. Echevera. Wow. You know what I mean? So these guys, they're only taking care of their friends. That's obvious. And that's how it works. If you, if, if you vote for me, I'll take care of you for the next three years. And um, a lot of the guys, I'm still getting phone calls as a retiree. There's nothing that I can do but guide them in the right direction. And to call Willie Rivera or JP or whoever's up there on staff, and they tell me they can't get in touch with them. And... Um, I just don't understand that. Where are you? Well, I know where Willie is. He's on Facebook all the time, and he's in Jersey in his house that he's paying for with our union money. And I, I think the house is worth over four or $500,000. Where does a single man like you get that kind of money? I'll tell you where he could start, where he starts at. He's single? Yeah, he's single. Oh, okay. First of all, he's stealing from the union. Oh, we know that. He's stealing from the union, and he's doing it in the way of vacation. They letting him take vacations whenever he want. He's actually over maxing out his vacations. And he actually got caught caught up in that. And he never, he never, um, hold on, y'all. Jamel just stepped in the building. Say what's up, cuz. <laughs> what's going on, everybody? He said the train was running late. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. The tra- <laughs> who, who, who's driving it, Samuelson? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's funny. Oh, 
bad. No, I had a I had a roll call in my vehicle, the battery died, and so control said they were gonna they weren't gonna be able to send nobody till after twelve thirty. I said, Oh no, I got progressive action tonight. <laughs> so I went to a garage, got some cables, they took care of me, and that's it. Yeah, all right, catch, I, your, catch your breath, man. You, catch your breath <laughs> yeah, for a second. Man. Calm down. Let me give you, let me give you a couple of minutes. <laughs> I, still, I, still, I, still got, I still got paid, though. So yeah, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, back to Willie Rivera. You know, we, we I actually, I had put something on the website. I had some paperwork that he got caught stealing vacation time, taking more vacation time than when he, when he was allotted. allotted. And um, he said a comment that he, I ain't paying it back anyway. And he just recently said that comment, which shows me that he still owes us $5,000. Right. He also told me during the election time, I put something up about his vacation. He said, well, this administration said everything was okay. This administration is so damn corrupt, they would, they would say everything is okay. Everything is, you don't owe nobody nothing, don't worry about it. We're going to still pay you $110,000 a year. That was with Roger. Roger. Roger did that. You don't owe us. You know. You don't owe us nothing. We're gonna forgive all of that. Yeah, and um, I I just don't understand. They these guys is just they they <laughs> ain't even a word for them. It's disappointing to say. I, I'm ashamed to say I'm a part of this union. I'm 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 a, I'm starting to become ashamed. And I seen Jamel going back and forth with um Nick Bedell, like <laughs> like, like like an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> and and Nick is really upset about this this his class me um talking about his class. Why are you so upset? You run it, it, the class could have been better. That's all that I'm saying. Everything that I w- I thought I was gonna learn, I didn't learn. And when I approached you on it or said something about it, your response is, "Well, there's a part two. Part two. Then why you give me a certificate in part one? Is this a drug program? <laughs> what is this?" What are you running here? Such a and joke, and, and man. What's, what's mighty funny is that education thing for Nick is I believe it's a makeup job. He's there for he's he's number three in charge. Samuelson is number one. Um, the person who's running two Broadway, Steve Downs is number two, and Nick Bedell is number, number three. three yeah. yeah, and that's basically how it's working. Yeah, you know, basically Nick was going back and forth with me earlier because I had basically shut it down earlier because people would you know again. As usual, people were going, people still talk about, you know, when you attack this administration, their scapegoat, their cop-out is Roger did it. Roger, 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 which we could. I mean, yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, we still could. Which we could. But at the end of the day, Y'all, y'all um, putting false things on Roger with this no layoff clause and all that. Talk about that, Jamal. That was yeah. an excellent post, too, with yeah. the no layoff clause. It was in black and white, and they still rebutting it. I don't know. Yeah, that, you know, everybody was on, everybody, a, a lot of people are under the notion that Roger Toussaint gave away the no layoff clause. But in actuality, he didn't give away the no layoff clause. Number one, that clause was put in there under Willie James in 1999. And basically, it had a sunset provision the way it was exposed to expire in 2002, which it did. So basically, Roger didn't give it away. And then also, the no layoff clause, again, the MTA or anything that's in our contract is not above the law. So 
by by law, if the MTA, I mean, you, you know, which would be rare, <laughs> but if the MTA were to, you know, to go to to the court and say, listen, we can't afford to pay this amount of workers anymore. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna put us in a poor house or whatever you or however they say it. Then basically, it has to be proved. Once they prove it in court in a situation like that, then it would override whatever clauses in the contract. So that no layoff clause is really not nothing serious to begin with. I tried to explain to people many times. I gave them this simple example. If I owned a business and I and five guys worked for me and my business got slow and I was no longer able to pay to pay you, then I would lay you off. The MTA has billions and billions of dollars. When they laid these people off under John Samuelson, it was a test in my opinion, to see how strong he was. And he failed the test big time. And it had nothing to do with Roger. Right, and another and another reason why Jay Walder wanted to lay off those members was because basically what they did was, well, we got that contract and arbitration under the height of the financial meltdown in this country. Exactly. Okay, they wanted us to give back one of the raises. So the union said, hell no, we're not giving back nothing. So. Basically, they said, "Okay, so we're going to start laying off members." So it was all. So it was a combination of two things: a test. To, you know, they said, "Okay, let's." You know, we're going to show them who we are, and we're going to go to court, and we're going to hold up this raise. And then number two, they said, "Okay, let's try laying off some members." But they had to test the waters with the union first. Exactly. So that's what they did. They said, "Okay, let's look and see who's who's the, who, who's the leadership." They said, oh, this guy, please. So that's why they laid people off. And they're still doing what they want to do to this guy. Exactly. Yeah, Nick Bedell just hit me, said they got a um, part two. It's going to start um, 628 um, for the new shop steward classes. For the part two, the the, the progressive action got in your ass <laughs> part two classes. <laughs> <laughs> what I really think that is, they organizing for the next election already. This is how this is how it works. You get the you get the shop stewards on your side, and you get them out there and scatter them around and say, "Yeah, these guys are these guys going to do this. These guys going to do that," and then they just throw you to the side. So basically, they're organizing for shop stewards to get them out there. What about organizing for the contract? They, they should have been doing that six months ago. They're not worrying about that. They they organizing, um, Samuelson chair and the MTA board. They organizing the pedicabs. They organizing the city bikes. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I played the sound bite before you got here that says Sam, Samuelson said that they go start negotiating in November. Oh, okay. Oh, you played somebody was on the show? Yeah. <laughs> so, so he going to start organizing in November. In November. And we going to have it done by January? Right. What is that telling you? That it's a done deal already. <laughs> and he wasn't even here when we said it. <laughs> I was in my car. <laughs> I was in my car trying to log on to my phone real quick, but I couldn't do it. So I was like, damn. You know? Yeah. But, it, it, the, the contract is done already. Yeah. It's done already. I believe now, it in my heart. Now, the surprise is going to be what he's going to give up. Yeah, because we're going to get money. Yeah, I believe Nick Bedell, the, per, the real person who's negotiating our contract, he said it in our shop steward class that, oh, I heard Sammy Singh going to get money for y'all this time. <laughs> he I heard 
Nick Bedell going to get money for us this time. That's what he that's what he really wanted to say. And we can see that you already negotiated the contract and it's a done deal. Yeah, exactly. It, you could tell it's done. Yeah, I so, heard the, what's that old record? I heard through the great look, line. Now, now, now <laughs> let me ask you this, cuz. Why is Samuelson attacking um, De Blasio? De Blasio do have nothing to do with our contract. You attacking De Blasio, but you kissing up to Cuomo. You Cuomo best friend. Well, that's well, that's the reason why he's attacking De Blasio because he's trying to stay in good with Cuomo. He may be trying to run for mayor too. Man. I'm telling you. Yeah, well, yeah, you never know. Listen, <laughs> run for the hills, people. Run for the hills. I'm at my fault. Right. He ain't running nowhere. Let's not give him too much credit. <laughs> he ain't running. That's why. I, yeah, let me tell y'all something too. These pedicabs and and um, city bikes. Why would look at Samuelson? Just look at him. Why would he be interested in bikes? <laughs> and 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 let me ask you this. Let me be very honest with y'all. Y'all know what pedicabs is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the people that and then the guy rides the bike with the people in the back. Yeah. Who the hell is going to pedal with Samuelson in the back of a pedicab? <laughs> Who's going to do that? Wow. Not me. They they not doing that. That was Nick Bedell. That was his interest. Mm-hmm. City I, bike too. Yeah, I have faith in Nick Bedell because whatever he wants to go through is going through. It's going through. That's right. It's and going through. So Nick Bedell. Everybody got their own agenda. You know what I'm saying? Them bikes was not Samuelson on Samuelson's agenda. No, Samuelson's only agenda is staying elected, using all those flunkies in the union and using all those token minorities in the union to get the vote to get the votes from the different divisions and whatnot so that he could stay elected. So basically he stepped on the local to get to the international and now he's in new heights. He's in heaven on the MCA board. The, the auxiliary. It's just it's just the chair in the building. He in the building. Yeah, yeah, he in the building. You know what yeah. I mean? And he to, and he he's promoting it like he know he go get it. Yeah, and I still don't <laughs> trust him in the building because his boy's sitting right there at the table with him, Cuomo. Right. So yeah. we gotta watch that. So you were saying some, what 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 comes to your mind when you hear the name Willie Rivera? Well, tonight, um, me and him went back and forth, and. Another gentleman posted, said legislation brought in the tier six. And he said, and Willie Rivera replies, yeah, there's a bunch of dummies on this site. They don't know what they're talking about. But Willie Rivera, I remember in the 2005 strike, he was out there with me on a picket line. He was out there running around telling people that this is for the new people coming on the job. This is why we're on strike. Now, all of a sudden, somebody tells him in his ear or he has to keep his job that this is a legislative thing. But what stopped Roger, I want to know, from the tier six then? I asked him that question. He still doesn't, he still doesn't answer me. He blames everything on Roger. Everything is, oh, Roger did this. And I asked him numerous times, what do you disagree with Samuelson did? He disappears. Yeah, well, he told me in person one time, he said, Archer, this is not the best contract, but you know, we just got to do what we got to do. I said, excuse me? I didn't have a tape recorder. I wish I could have. Mm-hmm. But he stutters, and it probably would have took about an hour for me to record that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, um, Jamel, you remember when we was talking about the 60-40 in the OA? Yes, the, uh, the ratio of uh, bus operators that's on the property currently? Yes. I filed a grievance about three years ago about that, and it disappeared. All right. 
a source of mine told me that JP, the vice president of the TA Surface, just filed a grievance and the union pulled it back. I said, so you're telling me that you knew that I filed this grievance three years ago and you did nothing, so you waited for me to disappear so you can file it again. But see, this is a political move on his behalf. He's either going to run for president or he's, going to, he's got to try to keep his job now. As it stands now, the OA is, is winning. OA is winning. They, they, the ratio is way above where it's supposed to be on the OA side. Oh, you have the numbers? I believe, I believe, well, somebody told me that the O, I can't give up my source. I don't but understand. I understand. <laughs> next time, the next time I'm here, I will show you the numbers in writing. It's way above the TA, way above civil service now. So what's happening is that the civil service and, and, and TA service is disappearing. That's dangerous. Very. That's extremely dangerous. Part-timers. Part-timers. And you want to know something? Now that we're talking about part-timers, Remember we were talking about um, earlier in the in the in the contract. Yes. On in, in the contract, in the in the in the main section on page twenty nine, there's it it talks about part time operators, and it talks about how they can utilize retirees um, at their discretion, and they would still be union members, but of course with no benefits to utilize to be used to drive like vans and and and, and whatnot to pick up passengers to supplement service. Exactly. So now. I would love to know, you know, when was that put in the contract? Do you, that, do, do you know? I, that I don't know when it was put in the contract. Okay. Because basically I'm saying to myself, wow, does that, be, being that it's there already, wouldn't, wouldn't the MTA be able to use that to their advantage and say, well, listen, it's already here already? Well, I believe if, 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 if the non-civil service beats out the civil service, they'll probably use it. They'll have an, right, they'll have the legal avenue to use it. Exactly. Because before they didn't have the legal avenue to do it. Absolutely. They, because you can't put, I mean, if, 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 if a job is basically mainly civil service, you can't put part-timers on the property. Now, with a non-civil service person, they're not, they don't belong to NICES. Take, is one depot in Brooklyn, I think it's Spring Creek, that they do have have part times and that's MTA bus M- and that's an MTA bus depot which they're not civil service. That's the only place that they have it. And people say, "Oh, you already got them in Brooklyn." Yeah, you got them in Brooklyn because it's an MTA bus garage and it's non civil service people. Right, and that's what and that's what people got to decide. I even told my cousin that's what you got to distinguish between TA surface and MTA bus. There's a difference. A- absolutely. Now, do y'all think that? Um Part-timers is coming next contract? That's a big, that, that, that might be a big issue. That might be a big thing. A big, yeah. It's, it's something that lingers in my, it's something, it's something that definitely lingers in my mind. Because if, if he's going for the money, what will he be giving up? Because the only way the MTA will be willing to give us money is if they scale back and, and save some money. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. And that's the only way they could do that is through, um, you know, part-timers. Because if I was people in buses... I would be raising hell right now. Yeah. Because a part-timers come, them jobs going to be starting to turn into eight hours. You're not going to be getting audios in overtime. It's going to be a lot. Your lifestyle going to have to change. We're already underpaid. Now we're talking about you making $20,000 above your base salary. You making your base salary. That's right, because part-timers, they would take away 
all they would do all you know arch they would do all exactly. the shuttle they would do all the shuttle work they would do the rdos they do the pick reliefs they do the um the every big, type the big swings the big swings they'll work in between the big swings and, and and you won't get paid for them yeah so you know you'll be there all day for eight hours that's right and see the membership don't believe that just like tramel just said they should be up in arms they should be going crazy about this issue but it's so quiet it scares me. Yeah. It is scary. I mean, I guess they think that their friends, the elected officials, will, will make a way. But they don't understand. They're so far following Samuelson doing his dirty work that basically they don't have time for anything else. Yeah, and, and the thing, even with the, um, with the part-timers, the MTA will be saving money on pensions. Exactly. Pension right. money. So, and, and benefits. And they, and yeah, but yeah, but that's why they're talking about they think they slick. We go hire retirees. Yeah, but they still have to pay the retirees' benefits. That's one thing that we did, that Roger did get in the contract. The retirees, as for myself, I still have my level of benefits that I have until I become 62 or 65 Social Security age where I get Medicaid will be 80% and then the TA will pick up the 20% of my, so I'll have 100% uh, um, medical benefits. But still... They won't have to pay somebody uh, for a 12-hour day, 12 hours. Mm -hmm. They'll pay. They'll work that guy 12 hours and pay him eight hours because the part-timer comes in and he works that 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 swing part that he's getting paid for. Mm -hmm. And and you'll be walking around sleeping in the depot like most of the guys do now. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 scary, man. It is. It, it's scary, it, man. It really is scary. You know, it's a you know. Um, it really is. It really is. It just, it'll just sit back and just make you think, you know. And Willie Rivera said something to me that, uh, you retired. You should stay out the loop. You don't know what's going on. But like I said earlier, I got members calling me every day about issues that you, and I sent them to you guys, and you guys don't answer the phone. Yeah, so, and what's crazy about that is that I only, we, only, we only started Progressive Action in February, right? You know how much phone calls I get? From people, I can't get this union rep. Um, this is happening to me. This happened to this person. I know that you knowledgeable on this and that. And I'm like, why are people not calling the union? Exactly. So we're not lying sitting here. If, you, if you're saying the same thing that I'm saying, what are you guys doing at 195 Montague Street on in them $30 million floors that you guys live on? Live yeah, in? They, they're in the condos. They chilling. Mm -hmm. They chilling and it's sad. We throwing a surprise party. You know that, right? Let's get it together. <laughs> we go throw a surprise party at the union hall. We just go pop up and and you know enjoy our, enjoy our, what our money paid for. You know it's thirty million dollars. Yeah, we are gonna bring pizza. We are gonna bring no, pasta, no, 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 pasta. No, 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 no. Soda, beer. No, 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 no. In fact, we go get there and we go demand that they buy us food. Oh yeah, what are we gonna get? Some we gonna bring some neutral bullets. No, nah, we no neutral bullets. We go, we <laughs> we go get some food. We go make them order food from somewhere, maybe like Juniors. Yeah, you know, got, so some not got, some they got cool the credit cards for that. Yeah, yeah. some some cool. Well, they, how about Nebraska Steakhouse? Yeah, I mean, it won't come out to five thousand dollars. I want to know did they take the whole two Broadway there? Right. You know, <laughs> you know, some forty. I want I want a forty ounce porterhouse grass fed steak. Yeah. Now, what's what's funny about that was when <laughs> when when Steve Downs was here. He said he ain't know nothing about that um, going to Nebraska Steakhouse, right? 
Right. But it's around the corner from Two Broadway, and he runs Two Broadway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 um Steve Downs' job. I just found that out. Oh, he's the uh, what do they call that? Uh, the director of grievance and discipline now, I believe. Yeah. So he's in charge of two Broadway. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's over there. That's what he's doing. Chief of staff. Chief of staff. But you know it's crazy. Another issue that I have, you got retirees up there getting retired, full retirees benefits, and then you're giving them another salary. Steve Downs, Jimmy Manzella. Mike Tatrone. Mike Tatrone. All of these guys are getting another salary. I wouldn't I wouldn't I would never talk bad about Samuelson if I was them. But um Something has to be done, and and the members should be aware of this. They should wake up and, like you said, give a party up there. Yeah, we had a surprise party. It, they, it's funny we go throw a surprise party and they not invited. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they not invited. Yeah. But you know, it's it's. I this whole week I was just shaking my head. Yeah, man. I was really shaking my head, and I was like, yo, this is this is embarrassing. So now let's talk about Norman Seabrook. Did we speak about that? Yeah, already? yeah, yeah you was late on that. We could touch on oh, that again. Late. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, we late, should, because wow. I'm I'm really t- I'm really upset about that. You know, because I mean, it's a black man that was, in my opinion, was doing right by his union. All right, and somebody sold him out. All right, he took the sixty thousand kickback. That was wrong, but he was investing money. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm sorry. <laughs> allegedly. Norman, if you hear me, I'm sorry. Allegedly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna be like these folks. You know, guilty, and and, and you ain't even had a trial or anything yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have a big problem with that. And he, like I told Tramel earlier, John Samuelson, in his first years, his secretary, his private secretary, bought a car with a credit card. They were shopping up there like the, the, the recording secretary was shopping and in, 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 in buying Godiva chocolate with her credit card in jewelry stores. They just had a, a free fall. Godiva? Yes, Godiva chocolate. Wow. And, 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 and nobody went to jail. Everybody got off scot-free. How did that happen? Well, my thing is, you know, with, uh, with the last election, you know, you basically had a delegate that forged signatures and you allowed that. So basically, everybody's supposed to go to jail or get brought up on some type of charges or something or removed because basically you're talking about something that's a crime. And, that's, and, and then let's not talk about the money that's missing from his first term in office, the Haiti Fund money. And what's up with those buildings in Queens? Oh, that I Gil- keep about. Yeah, what's up with that? Oh, the Daniel Gilmartin houses? I don't know. I don't know what they did with the money from that sale. I mean. And it's they- not in the LM2s. I didn't see it. Oh, wow. That's another thing that disappeared oh. out of the LM2s. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that in the LM2s. Maybe, maybe we could find out. Because that would be something legit. That's right. It, it, was union, it, was, it was a union building, correct? Yeah, it was a union building for retirees, I believe, right, yes. Lloyd? Yes. Okay, yeah. It was owned by, by the local for years. And they sold it. So that money should be, I mean, it should be in the LM2. So, I mean, it, it may not be. It would be. It, it would be some, it, I don't know if you will, it, money coming into the into the local. Yeah. It, that should be there. Any time money goes out or comes into the local, it should be recorded. And it should be in the LM2s. But a lot of stuff is not. Was it a nice building? I never seen it. But I know it's, I know the neighborhood. Cause I, I, I used to live out there in Corona, Queens. What, what street was it on? I, I don't know what street it was on, but I do know it was in, in Queens. Okay, I know Joe would know. We could hit Joe up later. Yeah, yeah.
But I mean, I, I would love to know how much money they got from the building. Do you know when it was sold? Oh, wow. Was it no. before the condos or after the condos? It was after the condos. Oh, after All right, the so condos. that's better. condos first and then that. All right, so they can't say they used the money to throw into the condos. Can't say that. Right, because they figure, because they do, they spent all the money on yeah. the condos, <laughs> so they figure, okay, we need some more money. Now, Nick Bedell said this union is in the black. That means that we have a lot of money. That's what he's saying. He's saying we in the black. We in the black. Yeah. I thought when you're in the black, you, you broke. Nah, in the red mean you broke. Well, in the black, <laughs> well, with them, <laughs> it could mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> he said that we in the black. I mean, he knows a lot just to be the educational director. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like I said, when I read those, I read those LM2s, and bottom line is this union, um, they're relying off of dues money. You know, it's... um. It's a you know they don't have no money invested, and basically what it is is every little piece of income that they could get, they you know that's basically what they're snatching up you know. Yeah, well, what you do is paycheck to paycheck. They're worse than some of the members that we have. Exactly, and that's exactly how they're living, paycheck to paycheck. Because again, if the Supreme Court had a rule against uh, those uh, you know those teachers in California, and it would have killed the. Uh, the, you know, the, the mandatory income. Well, the, if, if it would have killed the extra income for unions, then this union here would have been in the water, definitely. Well, I think they're trying to drive it into the water or, 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 or not knowingly that they are driving it into the water. And I'm just begging and hoping that the members grow up uh, or will just wake up. They asked me, you retired, man. You know, why do you still get involved with this? I said it could affect me some at some point down the road. You know, um, and I'm not like the rest of these guys that they just don't care. Because some of them I started with, we were out there fighting and raising all kind of hell. Now they're just laid back. They find excuses for everything. When you disagree, when you disagree with them, they cut you off. Mm -hmm. You know, and people, you know, that's something that we really, members have to get away from. Talk about, well, you're retired. So why do you get involved? Listen, first of all, and I'll say this again, and I've been, just like I said before, um, the anniversary, back in January, you had the anniversary of the 1966, 50th anniversary of the 1966 strike when Michael J. Quill struck, you know, led this union and struck against the New York City Transit Authority back then, okay? Now, again, you had retirees that came back to celebrate the 50th anniversary with the union and everything. And you're talking about 50 years ago, easily those men are what, age in their, in their middle 70s at least? Yes. At least 75, 76 years old. So you're talking about they, a lot of those guys are easily in their 80s, probably even 90. So that's what I mean when I say it's an ignorant thing to where you, when you leave the job or when you retire, you're not supposed to still be involved. You should still be, I mean, not maybe not deeply involved, but you should definitely keep up with what's going on, you know, because basically that's all it takes is for something crazy to happen. You know, first of all, let's talk about this, right? When new people come on the job, and even, and even people like myself and Tremel, who are junior people who are we're still working are contributing to the pension, you need people to still contribute to the pension behind you, because exactly. because you don't want because you don't want the nothing to happen to that pension, especially that map store pension, okay? But see, the, the the members aren't understanding that part. You know, 
a retiree that comes from the era with the union that I was in can, has a lot of information that can help you newer guys coming, that's coming on the job. Because the, the, the leadership that you have now are trying to keep you in the dark. Take, for instance, the young lady called me today. Uh, they're holding her out of work. They got her cleaning dashboards and washing windows because somebody called up and allegedly said she had a problem. And her chairman in the depot, instead of him telling her, file a medical appeal grievance, take it to your doctor, have him fill it out, bring it back, and we'll get you a hearing to get you back on the bus. He tells this sister, and when she calls me, I mean, I got as dark as I am, I got red. He said <laughs> to her, you lucky you still have a job. Now, what kind of shit is that? Right. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. I mean, that sounds like when we was talking about discipline, Derek Echeverro was saying take the 30 days and go on vacation. Yeah. What, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. I mean, everybody doesn't have it like that. Everybody not making 100000 like him. 30 easy. days, no pay. A, a regular old guy going to work every day. Yeah, that's insane. This is, this is how do you, you know they don't care. I won't need a job if I could go 30 days with no pay and go on vacation. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, well, it's a shame. And they need to, the members need to wake up, open their eyes. Yeah. And, and, you know, I put an article on the site, progressiveaction.info, about discipline. About, you know, how um, we got union reps and we got management in the same building. And you cannot become, what I, what I try to tell the people is that these people are not above being human. Just being human fraternizing is a natural thing. You working and seeing, with the, seeing the same person every day and they not directly affecting you. You know what I'm saying? They not disciplining you. So there's no real friction or animosity there. Why is management in the same building with union reps? That makes no sense to me. I mean, even in these depots, this is the way it's been. All, this is the way it's been for a long time. The union is on the property in the depots, but the union doesn't own any of the union offices in any of these depots. So basically, that's management. Management pays the telephone bill, the the electric bill, or whatever you want to call it for the room. They just basically just giving it to them. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 that's a big conflict of interest. And yeah. then this whole this whole thing was seventy thirty. You finding your own employee, finding your own employees for whatever whatever the mistakes may be. You know what I'm saying? Where's that thirty percent going? Back and, to the TA. Yeah, they said I seen Derek Echevera said to the operating budget. The operating budget should be unlimited. It's a billion dollar industry. Absolutely, it should be unlimited. So unlimited, yeah. how how is that little bit of money that you taking from your workers helping the operating budget? How is it? It's not. I'd rather y'all say, you know what, we're going to take this 30% and put it into some type of charity. You pick the, cha you, you, you pick the charity of what you want it to go in and let it go there. Because this is, this is insane. Well, if the members don't know no better, you know, which the, the, the reps are hoping that they don't when they go down there. I mean, if you're wrong, if you get down to two Broadway, if it gets that far that you got to go down to two Broadway, if you're wrong and if he's a good rep, if he could negotiate some kind of reasonable, reasonable, I'm going to say it again, reasonable deal for you, and you know you're wrong. For example, 
I get off the bus, I leave the bus five blocks away, and I go eat lunch and don't come back. They find the bus and <laughs> nobody's there. You can't say, don't come to me and say, well, I was in the bathroom for five hours. Now, that's just an example. But if you come up with something stupid, if a dispatcher says you're two minutes early and he writes you up and somebody want to give you 10 days for that, of course you're going to take it all away. You're going to go to two Broadway, and if you got to sit in front of an arbitrator, which probably a mem- member should anyway to make those lawyers that we pay and those reps fight the case, then that's you do that. Don't just give up because some tired-ass rep that don't want to be down at 2 Broadway all day goes back there to labor relations and, and, and negotiates some crazy deal with you. They say, okay, we're going to give you 10 days and five on paper. Are you out of your mind? And I know I, I know I was only a minute early, and you you want to give me 15 days. So what you do is that you make the arbitrator decide, you know. And a lot of guys don't. A lot of people, the, the new people, don't know to do that. Yeah, and, and you know the sad thing. And you know the sad thing is Arch. I'm, I, I chuckled because through my years in my time, the example that you named about somebody parking a bus and going away for five hours, got people have done dumb stuff similar to that through the years. And and people in buses who listen and know what I'm talking about, yeah. There, you know, there are people who've, who on, on in route have, have have parked a bus in front of McDonald's, went in there and got something to eat, and came back out, and and then jumped back on, you know, with people on the bus. Yeah, well, then you know, I mean, you you if, if you're wrong and you know you're wrong, you know, you can't complain about anything. But like I said, it's the weak people that don't understand is that they take advantage of or just don't know. And that's why I said earlier today, everybody should have a contract. Roger provided contracts for this whole local. It was in the MOU that he made the transit authority print up, I don't know if it was 20,000 or 30,000 of those contracts. And I know for a fact, I took 10 boxes to every depot in Brooklyn. And still to the day, if you ask somebody should should I should I lose uh, uh, days for my for for being out sick or whatever? And they still can't answer the question. I say it's in the contract. Did you see the contract? Uh, no, I didn't look at it. So why did you think we gave it to you so that you could educate yourself so you can't always depend on these clowns that you got representing you now? Yeah, because I remember uh, back when they printed out all of those contract books. Um, my former chairman back, retired former chairman back, back then up at the Clara Hill, he wanted me to take my vehicle, take the truck and go down to the union hall and pick up boxes and boxes and boxes of those contracts. And I, and I'm the one that brought it back to my depot. So that's, you know, so that they can hand it out. They need to read. We need to start reading more people. Yeah. All out there. Yeah. I mean, you have some people reading and still misinterpreting the contract. (laughs) So well, that's a I'm that's not a whole other, no name. Yeah, well, that's a whole other story now. <laughs> yeah, you know, you could read the contract and then misinterpret the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? But you know, this discipline thing it, that that bothers me also, man. Like I, I had a friend, you know, she, um, she had an incident and they offered her like twenty, thirty days, first incident, and I'm like, yo, <laughs> you out, took out that? Of progression. You, of- you you took that, and she took it, and I'm like, yo, this. It shouldn't be like that. See, my thing is this: whatever you do, the transit, the transit authority should have listed, and and it should the union should be involved. Of if I open up doors outside the station, 
first offense, my first time doing it. I should be get I should get these amount of days. It shouldn't be I go up there blind and I don't know what the hell I'm getting. Right. You know what I'm saying? You get in trouble, you don't know what you're getting nowadays. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's not fair. It's a crapshoot. Yeah, but but it depends on your record and depends on your offense, as you said. Your first offense, if it's not a major offense, it should be a warning. Then, a, 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 no, it should be a re-instruction, then a warning, then a reprimand, and then one day. And it goes on. These guys now, from what I'm hearing, they starting at five days now. They 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 starting at thirty final warning sometime for new people Way that out don't of progression. Yeah, yeah. It's it's no room for progression. It's that's, none. That's <laughs> they, crazy. They what they do is that they start high, so the next one they have you out the door. Because what transit is doing right now, people not paying attention. I call it the revolving door effect. Absolutely. They want to keep new members in. Always hire new members. You, you ain't, yeah, tier six, of course. But you, you, you fire them before they get vested. That's the whole deal. You fire them before they get vested, so you won't have to pay them no type of pension. And I think they're trying to stress out the tier four people are trying to get them the hell out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm right about that. That's I, why I left. Yeah, I really, <laughs> I really think they're stressing tier four people out, man. That's what they're doing. Yeah, man, and, and they, 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 they go keep a revolving door. The um. The lifespan of a transit worker is probably gonna be like seven years now, before they before they get fired. They ain't gonna leave on their own, or they dump you to the to the um, to Pottersville, aka cleaners. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's their new thing. You get in trouble. You know what? You want to keep your job? You go take this cleaning job and just be happy that you still got the MTA logo on your um on your sleeve. Yeah. And what's it, what does the union say? Nothing. 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 Union don't say nothing. There, there's no fighters. Like I look at union reps, especially the ones at Two Broadway, as being my lawyer. You supposed to fight for me. Exactly what I. You know what I'm saying? Now, if I was a union rep, I'm. I'll be very honest with them. I, I tell my members, don't expect me to defend no BS. If you know that you was doing wrong, you gonna admit that you was doing wrong because I can't defend you if you was wrong. But what I could do is try to get you less days or whatever the case is. Don't think that this is going to disappear. You understand what I'm saying? But they there's no fight down there. Only fight it is for is 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 for um they friends. Jamel, if, if if you don't know how to fight, then why do you fight? If you just know how to negotiate a deal, then you don't have to fight. And if the member don't stress that look, I'm not taking no deal, I'm gonna take my chances sitting in front of that arbitrator. And you Better do your job and defend me like you're supposed to. See, but the, the, the scary thing about sitting in front of an arbitrator, especially when it's, um, um, what is it, 30 days final, what, what it could be, you could get fired at arbitration too if you take it too far, right? You can. It depends yeah. on what you're written up for, what the, what the penalty, penalty is on your damn, all right? An arbitrator can also, if it's 30 days and final warning on your damn, an arbitrator can also say, right in this arbitration award that this penalty does not warrant dismissal, but I will give this person 30 days. So they could rescind some of the yes, penalty. Yes, they can. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, they can. Okay. I didn't know that. They, they are in charge of that room at the time. They, I'm not in charge of the room, but they're like the judge. The judge can, some, can overturn what a, what a jury does. Yeah. He can call it a mistrial. But, but if, again, 
you can't you have to educate these guys to know and you have to learn the job i don't i wouldn't i wouldn't want that job just like they asked me when i ran in 2000 we want you to be the vice president no you don't because this job entails me having people's livelihoods in my hand i'm not doing it so he made me a vice chairman and i as as time went on i learned i learned the contract i learned how to file a grievance and Willie Rivera may think that I didn't know anything or I didn't do anything, but my question to you, Willie, why are your members still calling me and not you? Oh, you don't answer the phone. <laughs> I wouldn't either if I sounded like I was getting tickled all day. Right. <laughs> stutter, stutter, stuttering all over. Yeah, Willie, we talking about your disability. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we talking about it. Well, do what, something about it. Well, what they got to do is they probably got to put their, uh, they probably got to put their problems on MTA Winner Circle, and and then he'll respond. Then. <laughs> no, no, no. He'll tell them if you don't take that down, right? I, I ain't gonna help you. Nah, exactly. nah, nah. He, he don't say that no more. He call a he call a Facebook police. Right. <laughs> oh no, he busy putting up. He busy putting up lollipop pictures of lollipops at me because that's what he did earlier. So I said, really? He tried really? to call you. He tried to call you a sucker. Yeah, that's of what he course. did. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, sucker or either tell me to do do something. Suck, I wish suck this. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, listen, man. So they said, they know who to play these games with, man. See, this one thing about progressive action: you're not going to be able to bully us. You're not going to be able to push us around. Definitely not scared of y'all. No. You know what I'm saying? Definitely not. I invite any of that, any of that, any any part of that. You know, y'all y'all like getting y'all people together and. And running down on people, please, please, y'all know who to play that game with. Y'all go keep everything on the internet with me. You know what I'm saying? And and I definitely want answers for that tranny thing. That wasn't nice. I'm not taking that lightly. I'm not. That was that was not nice. You know what I mean? Do not play those games with me. So I think you guys should set a date tonight on this party y'all want to give it. No, 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 no. It's a surprise party. Oh, that's right. You did say it's a surprise party. It's a surprise party. party. <laughs> <laughs> how can we tell them a date? I keep forgetting you said surprise. How can we tell them a date on a surprise party? Exactly. On, a, on the ninth floor. Surprise, yeah. Ninth floor. I'm not asking for permission to come. I'm coming. We coming deep. We coming deep like that Verizon commercial. <laughs> we, we coming deep with signs and posters Maybe and, we should stop talking about it because they probably going to be on the guard for the rest of the month. That's good. Know what that means? They going to be at the union hall, probably doing <laughs> some work. You know what I'm saying? They they Listen, at the end of the day, I'm going to show y'all how this is supposed to be done. Y'all want to talk about organizing, mobilizing. What they said, God go come back like a thief in the night. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what progressive action go do. We go swoop down there and they go be like, what's going on? You can't call the police on us because we coming peaceful. We are union members. That's right. And we are shop stewards. Yeah. We coming. And you got to be careful. Like Willie Rivera said, You're, these are my members or, or my union members. No. This is the members' union. You don't own anybody. He said that? He said, this is my union. These are, these are my members. No. He typed it or he said it? He typed it. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I remember him typing that. He yeah. could, it would take him too long to say it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Willie, we making fun of your disability again. I'm sorry to tell you, tough guy. Dude, think he Danny DeVito moving around here, man. What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> wow. 
Uh, y'all guys are being rough tonight. Yo, what's wrong with this guy, yo, man? Course, Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy. Like, they don't understand why, how, why I'm so happy. Like, the website is doing good. The, the group is doing good. A lot of people watch us live. We getting good numbers. I didn't think people was going to be staying up watching the show, though. No. I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah, man. But people, people staying up watching the show. Even the interactions that I'm getting behind the scenes for progressiveaction.info, a lot of the um, interaction happens between like 9 and 3 in the morning. So oh, really? Yeah, I'll show you. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? A lot of it is going down um, late at night. So, you know, big shout out to everybody that's listening to the show. The faithful listeners, the people who support and sharing things, don't listen to what they saying. You know, the, the people who we calling out, they upset that we rocking the boat right now. We not going along with the status quo. Like like my boy Sylvester Brown say, we not by the water cooler. <laughs> we we are not by the water cooler. You know what I mean? We not we not supporting and Sylvester Brown word the clansmanship. You know what I'm saying? We we, we are not doing that. We not going along with that. I'm glad you brought that brother up, man. He he got a raw deal, man. And and they really screwed him up. They did because he's 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 like still emotional over whatever happened. The the only guy that could have helped him, the dispatcher that could have helped him, passed away. I watched them harass that guy when I worked in the depot with him. It, it was was it Willie? It was Matt. Well, the chair of the depot. Again, here's somebody that's been a bus operator for 20-something years. When it comes down to knowing the contract or whatever it is, he didn't know shit. So he allowed Sylvester to write things that he shouldn't have wrote instead of saying, no, don't write it this way. What, G2s? Yeah. Okay. Instead, instead of him reviewing it and saying, saying oh, turn it, he just told him, turn it in. You know, and, and, and they should have had that boss's ass for sending him down, talking about he was he was nervous or he was acting strange. And and, and the boss sent him down and it, it spiraled out, out of control from there. And well, nobody helped him. No, but see this the thing about I read his paperwork, his court paperwork, and um it said that he had adjustment disorder. That's what the, the judge ruled right. as adjustment disorder. And adjustment disorder is like having issues um adapting to something. It could be a new workplace, it could be um, a boss, it could be a relationship, it could be whatever. But his adjustment disorder came as a result of him being harassed at work. And and I believe that the way they harassed him. No, it, and it says that in the paper. It says it don't say harassed, but as a result of the two supervisors who 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 basically put him in that position. So he 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 actually have leverage of suing somebody. And I and I would sue. I would start with I would start with. Willie Rivera's ass first, and then whoever, the, the, the supervisors in the MTA. Because <laughs> this guy was a guy that he went out, when he went down to get his bus, I watched him. He walked around that bus like he was supposed to. He got down there when he was supposed to, but he walked around his bus, and they didn't like that because that bus didn't leave the garage on time. Mm. Every day. He was a guy that did what he was supposed to do. So now... Let's harass him. And the rep was so stupid that he should have had 20 more guys going down there doing the same thing right beside him that he, that he was doing. But it's crazy how one person could do something right and get messed up exactly. for, for doing something right. What you looking in the contract, cuz? 
Well, um, I was actually flipping through it through, through the back of the contract um, <laughs> because what, what, what had my interest and what I still think about, uh, it's on page 388 in the contract, all the way in the back, 388, and it's an award because when Steve Downs and Roger was here debating, basically it's in people's minds that Roger, for years, that Roger opened the door to retiree medical benefits contribution. Which is total nonsense, and I'm uh, gonna and I'm gonna read the award right now if everybody's ready. Okay. Page three eighty eight, the appropriate contribution of local one hundred participating members to their health benefit trust to cover the additional medical costs engendered by the newly legislated retirement program, providing for retirement on and after the age of fifty five years with 25 years of employment, shall be 0.70% of wages, effective from August 1st, 1995, and increased to 1% of wages, effective from September 1st, 1996, signed, by, signed in October of 95 by Milton Rubin, an arbitrator. So basically during that time and era, that was Damaso Seda's time, right? Exactly. Okay, so basically that right there is the first time medical contribution that local 100 members co contributed, right? It, it says so in the, it says there black and white. In, so. in, in black and white, page 388. I want everybody to hear that. Did you hear him? 388. 388. You go to your contract and you look, it's back there. So when people say that it, the door was opened up in 2005 after the strike, no, it wasn't. It was just brought back. You reincarnated, if you want to call it, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And then when Samuelson got in, they just kicked open the door. <laughs> <laughs> open the floodgates. Yeah, the you know, floodgates, exactly. Everything, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Let me ask you, Lloyd, how much of a raise you think that um, we may get next contract? <clears throat> I, I, th I think you may get. Now, Remember, guessing. hold on. Let me say, he, <laughs> he said he said we going for the, the money. money. Keep right. that in mind. All okay. right. All right, I guess we're going to try to get 11%. I'm just guessing. And how much? How much you think that may add up to, dollars that wise? Man, maybe three dollars a year. Three dollars a year. Yeah, over five years. The contracts are five years, man. So I figure about three dollars a year over the five years. Over the five years. No, no, no. See, so, I went. I went and say. I was talking to Jamel about this earlier. He's he's proclaiming a, a, a deadline is a deadline. Yeah. So so let's 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 use his his strategy. So well, let's just say over three years. Right. Okay, over three years. Right, because there's nowhere in the language that says five years, but you never know. With the MTA, they may for they may force his hand, because basically they own them. Like I said, yeah. you know, you know, <laughs> Governor Cuomo owns them. Yeah, that's right. That's Governor Cuomo's little girl. He got his pocket. He got his pocket inside out, and John holding on to the pocket. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so basically, let's you know, let's just you know, if it is a three year deal, let's say. You know, I, 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 so you're saying nine dollars, Lloyd? Yeah, I'm saying nine dollars, nine dollars, and we still below cost of living with that. Of yeah, course. we we'd just be catching up to 2012 cost of living because <laughs> it was an article going around saying that to, in order to live in New York City, you need to be making at least thirty nine dollars an hour, something like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, thirty nine dollars an hour. So yeah. I'm about nine eight dollars below that. So we'll be catching up. It, it'd be nice if we could get um three dollars. He'll surprise me, but what would we what would we give up? Part time bus drivers. There you go. What else we could give up? Part time uh, bus driver. Yeah, and you never know. It may it, it may 
They may add uh, Opto. Uh, well, Opto, hope, I hope not. You know? well, it's against the law for them to do that now. Yeah, well, listen. I mean, they could do up to 300 feet, I think, or something like that. But I think anything more than that, they can't. Oh, it's against the law now? The law passed? No, no, no. I think it's, it's, um, it's, a, it's like a law law. Really? So they so they they no longer doing it on the G train then? No, the G train is 300 feet. Oh, those, those, okay. It's 300 well, I'm, feet. I'm from up top. I'm not yeah. from down <laughs> it's, it's 300 feet. But um, I, I read it. I posted in the group that you can't do full train optos. Can't do full train optos. Oh, really? Yeah, you can't do full well, train. Well, if you can't, then that, that And then they got a law, uh, a law they're about to pass in Albany to get rid of optos altogether. Really? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it was proposed. It's, it's about to go to the house, I think. Somebody sponsored the bill because they was like, it's just unsafe. Customers feel safer. With two people on the yeah, train. Yeah, because, you know, a train operator go BIE, it's only one person, um, you know, on the train. Let's just say something happens. You go BIE on the bridge, and let's say that this train operator may pass out or something like that. Who's going to move or get to that train? Exactly. Yeah. I got you know you. what I'm saying? It's just, I mean, no opto trains go over the bridge, but let's even say – uh between Smith and Ninth and Fourth Avenue, if you go BIE somewhere over there, who's gonna move that train? Yeah, because that's a that's a very <clears throat> high elevated structure. That's the there. highest. That's the highest structure in New York City that that with a train that runs on it actually. Yeah, it's a high structure, right? Yeah. Okay. So, but uh, it's it's just unsafe. It, it it was a it was a situation where I mentioned before a train operator had actually passed out on the G train. Really. And they was wondering why the train wasn't moving. And uh, a superintendent ended up moving the train, and they calling TS, um, what's the RCC calling the train, and like, who's moving the train? Who's moving the train? Who's moving the train? And actually, I heard a, a customer had called in when the, when the uh, train operator originally passed out. Really? And it took them that long to get somebody, or they didn't get anybody? I mean, the fact, the fact was this. When you got two people on the train, and I'm a conductor, and my train just sitting there ain't moving, because when my train operator take a, a, a longer than normal, I hit them on the IC, partner, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? Now, what if what if this person would have probably died? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who would have been at fault? I would have, the family, I, they would have probably had to sue. Another crazy <clears throat> another crazy place to, to go BIE is on is on the A train going out to Rockaway, because that bridge is pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> that, that bridge is pretty low on the water, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the first time I went on that thing, I said, "Damn, we kind of low here. They're kind of close to this water." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> basically, man, you know, but but so it's not an easy job. I mean, as long as everything is going smoothly, right? Every you know, as long as you as long as you have a good day, everything is all good. But I mean, the days, the days, man. A good day for me is just me being <laughs> being able to eat lunch. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Because the railroad's been very screwed up. As of late, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I just want to eat a lunch. I, and I was speaking to this guy. I forgot what group it was. It was one of the transit groups. And we was talking about um, no lunches and things like that. Whatever railroad he works for, <clears throat> the company gave them $900 at the end of the year to make up for the lunches that they didn't get. An extra $900. So I'm over here thinking, these 30 minutes that they giving me, is it equaling out to $900? I don't think so. And no. where, where at? What? What? And what math? Thirty minutes. <laughs> what math? But but, no. that, but that's what I'm saying. I said that's a good deal. But you got to look. Probably got to look at also where this guy works. Yeah, I asked and them. Who's they didn't the get majo- back to me. And who's the majority on the job? 
Yeah. Also. I won't be surprised if Long Island Railroad got something like, like that. that. Exactly. We don't know about. Of course, yeah. I would love to look at their contract. Uh, ask John. He knows what their contract looked like. He, they were pretty pissed off at him when when, when they negotiated this last contract. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, we're going we're, we're going to lead Long Island Railroad. Yeah, yeah. They almost got screwed waiting for us. Yo, cuz I want you to send Samuelson another email. Tell yeah. him, tell him, tell him we heard that he doing podcasts. Well, shoot, not even heard. We know he did a yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't even about heard. Basically, yeah. it's on the union website. I mean, I played the. I played the. Um, and you played it. Yeah, I, pl- I played a, 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 a snippet. Maybe I play it again because I think people, I think people need to hear what's going on yeah, about yeah. how this this he, guy was lying, man. He's he's organizing. He's been organizing since 2012. All these people, he's organizing up top and down at the bottom and everywhere. Right. Yeah, he's organizing. He's organizing the officers to come to his house for the stall tactics. Exactly. That's what he's organizing. Yeah. He's um, organizing the barbecues and the dinners and, sh- and whatnot. And going back to the Verizon picture, I didn't see nobody but him and his top four officers in that picture. No, he had the top four officers. He had um, the uh, his goonies. Yeah. His goonies was there. Okay. I seen the, um, the, the firefighter was there. Okay. That's yeah. the one we got on the long sleeve shirt. Yeah, and when it was like about 80, 85, 90 degrees outside. Right, but in the condos of Montague Street, it was it, it was forty degrees up there. It had to be. It had to be. Yeah, the air conditioner's kicking up there too. You know what I'm saying? It had to be. Yeah, but these guys, man, I'm like, wow. <laughs> but we getting in their ass though, man. Oh yeah, we getting in them definitely. We definitely. getting in their ass, man. They could, I, I don't understand why they so mad at us. How can you be mad at the? Tr- oh, I know what it is. Well, they're mad because we're exposing. And it's the truth. We're not laying down and respecting what it is that they say, you know? It started with them LM2s. Oh, basically, yes. <laughs> them LM2s set them off like like no other. I mean, I, I ain't going to lie. I'd be upset, too, if somebody put my salary on the internet and said that I don't deserve it. And I'd be upset, too. You know, I mean, I would, you know what? I wouldn't be upset because... If I know that I'm in that type of position, a public figure position or an elected position, it's like, okay, listen, here's my salary. This is what, what I'm I getting. Make, but right. if I'm kicking butt, if I'm working hard for you, doing what I got to do, then it's like, yo, there's no argument. Don't tell me that I don't deserve it. Exactly. These guys don't deserve He's it. Right. They, they don't deserve it. I want to know. I'm going to start a campaign called Who's Kicking Ass at 2 Broadway? I want to know who's who and what's what. Uh, I mean, I, I, I want some members to tell me because we're not against everybody. I want to be against the people who's being proactive and not reactive to everything that we're saying. Well, I can't get into, bro. They don't let me in there no more. You guys got to go in there and check out and see who's doing what. Oh, okay. Why you can't go in there? Retirees can't get in the buildings no more. They lock us out. Steve Downs in there. Well... Yeah, right. <laughs> he ain't really retired. He's still working for the MTA. He's still working for him, right? Yeah, right. All right, look, I'm gonna replay. I'm gonna replay the sound bite. I need you to listen to this, cause you ready to hear this? I'm ready. All right, here we go. This time around, the organization that we have on the ground uh, among rank and file transit workers is much stronger than it was uh, in 2012. Uh, we have uh, been doing a lot of organizing. Uh, in the seven years that I've been president, both internal organizing and external organizing. Uh, we have no intention uh, in, of, in this round of bargaining of making any kind of public pronouncement that there won't be a strike deadline set. Uh, we're going to go back to 
the more traditional Transport Workers Union Local 100 model of establishing a deadline. That'll that'll be that that deadline will be the product of a discussion with our executive board, which hasn't happened yet. The negotiations won't begin till November, but we do expect it to be a very different type of negotiation. <laughs> wow! In, in been, November, two in months no, away from the end of the contract. No, but right. listen, and they've been organizing the mobilizers <laughs> for seven That's years. The same thing I said. That's <laughs> and members got laid off. <laughs> the same thing I said, bro. Wow! And he said he go he go talk with his executive board. His executive board consists of Steve Downs <laughs> and Nick Bedell. <laughs> really, and they gonna stick to it? They're not gonna they're not ruling out a strike. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wow. <laughs> wow. So there you have it, folks. That's what your president's doing. Going on other podcasts, <laughs> popping all this junk to other people. Lies. Exactly. Basically, what's that old rap song? Pump it all that hard junk and probably go punk. <laughs> you know? No, First of all, probably is a punk. Is a Let me ask you something. <laughs> Who's going to trust this guy and go on strike? I'm going to be the biggest scab. Yeah. I'm, I'm not right. trusting this guy. He ain't no. He's not gonna know how to bring us back. He don't even know how to bring us together. So how he gonna bring us back? What more? What organizing he been doing? Yeah, that's what I want to know. <laughs> Anybody? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I might have to play that again. Yeah, that's man. the funniest thing. <laughs> I, I'm really curious too. I'm baffled. What organizing really has he been doing? No organizing. He been organizing his pockets. That's what he's been doing. Yeah, he been organizing. Yeah, he been organizing sitting at home every day, not going to the international. Simple. Speaking about the international, I think we need to go to the convention and see just what goes on. Yeah. Yeah, Lloyd was talking about we should just go to Vegas. Yeah, we should go to Vegas because I think what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That's right. But I don't think what we do in Vegas is going to stay in Vegas. We gonna we need to let everybody know what happened in Vegas. Yeah, we, yeah, we got to see. You know what I'm saying? If, if they have any habits in in Vegas, do they, you know, do they drink? Do they sniff coke? Do they do? We got to see. You <laughs> do know? John fall asleep on the stage? I don't know, man. I don't know. That's what that's what that's what I heard that 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 um soft white do to you, man. It make yeah. you nod out, man. You, you know what I mean? It makes it, you nod out, yeah. Yeah, man. It's it, it's it's crazy. I I would hate the um. I I don't want to say that, but I hope that my union um leaders is drug free. Yeah, I hope so too. I, I I hope that I I hope that our dues money is not going towards those uh that uh talcum powder, you know? <laughs> I, I I would be we should we should try to request that union reps get drug tests. Because the decisions that they be making, we would think they on some type of drugs. <laughs> yeah. Thirty million dollars for two and a half floors. For two and a half floors. What yeah. the hell you was smoking? Not even it's more than crack. <laughs> and we could have had a building. A complete building mm-hmm. of co- our own. Yeah, that we could have been making money off of because we could have been leasing floors. We could have been leasing floors. Right. I mean, renting floors out. Renting the floors out. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing yeah. that we could do. Ain't nothing that we could do. I remember when me and Jamel, we was in the um, shop store class, and I'm like, yo, cuz, what's that noise next door? <laughs> it was another, They, I guess they rent out the space to other people when they was in their arguing. Who that was, remember? That was UAW, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, remember, I remember that night. Yeah, I'm like, damn, what's going on here? I said, I, I need to be over there. That's that's the kind of excitement I like. They were having right. a union meeting or something over there? Yeah, they was having some type of meeting. 32BJ used to do that. We used to have our um, executive board meetings in their building on Avenue of the Americas and, and Canal Street. We would give our functions there. 
and um, they would rent out places. But uh, they should have still bought a building. They could have got more money. And and I believe that the the building, whoever owns the building, is cleaning the building. It's not even union, you know. Oh, that'd it, be very interesting. They're not even union. Yeah, you know, it, it's amazing. They could have had to build it on Thirty Fifth Street. You're talking about down the block from major transportation, the eight, you know, the eight, the Eighth Avenue subway on on Eighth Avenue, the uh, Penn Station. You had all those subway trains. You had Penn Station, the, uh, and 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 the Path train. And then you had a Herald Square, you had the 6th Avenue line. So you're talking about nothing but transportation and places to eat and in a, in a, in a nice centralized location for everybody to get to. Basically, that decision that they made to get those floors at 195 Montague Street, it says, okay, the hell with everybody else. I live in Brooklyn. I'm not traveling all the way into Manhattan or uptown or wherever to go to the to go to a union hall. But what about the people who live uptown right, who right. live upstate? Now they got to come all the way to Brooklyn, not just, you know, Manhattan is a is a, is a perfect centralized location lower Manhattan. lower Manhattan right. for any and everybody to get to, no matter where you live, any and everybody. Okay? So, that's what I mean by say that's, you know, that's something that uh needed to be given better thought. Well, I would like to hear his excuse as to why they didn't uh, buy that building. And um, I- I'm curious to ask him a lot of questions that we need to know. You know, why aren't, why aren't these officers in TA services being held accountable? Um, they fired one of the tokens, David Smith from TA Surface. He didn't know what he was doing anyway. He didn't like me, but he forgot that if it wasn't for me, he wouldn't have a job today. And uh, now he's driving a bus again. This is what they do. When they don't need you anymore, they throw you back and forget about you. Mm-hmm. You know, and now he's reaching out to people, you know, that he was bad-mouthing to, for help, even after we were telling him, these guys ain't no good for you. Because JP is an opportunist. Every vice president that was of TA Surface that was involved since 2000, we took office, he undermined it until he got his position. Now I believe he's ready to undermine. It's time for him to make his chest move to undermine John to get rid of him. That's what this, that's what this is all, that's the games they play. Instead of being for the membership, leaving all the politics out of it, these are the stupid little games they play. Yeah, now I want to talk a little bit about, uh, this is uh, buses right here, because this is uh, 126th Street. Oh, man. Now the latest thing that's happened, the latest word that's going around, which is, you know, which is pretty solid because I got this word from from a couple of managers that 120 they're gonna reopen 126th Street Depot. You want to know why it's gonna open up? No, tell me, bro. Why? Because Manhattanville Depot is gonna be closing soon. Columbia is coming for it. Now, basically, I said on some shows on uh, you know, way back on a couple on some shows that Manhattanville that Columbia University is gonna take over Manhattan. Now I you know Manhattanville Depot, excuse me. Right. Now of course I didn't know when, but from what I understand, it's going to happen real soon, sooner sooner than sooner than we thought. So what happened now is Manhattan it, in the borough of Manhattan, uh, nobody wants the depot in their neighborhood. So now you have to. So now all those all those lines in Manhattanville now they got to scatter them out. So right. now that's the reason why they opening up 126th Street again. And that's why they didn't tear the place down. That's yet. why they didn't tear it down. That's right, because they was they were supposed to have torn it down back in January. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. 
That's right. So that's, that's what's going on. That's a new uh, something new to me. Wow, and it makes sense. Yeah. So they're gonna slap some paint in it. Basically, it's gonna be Amsterdam Part Two. If people in Map Store know what I'm talking about, Amsterdam Part Two. That deep. I wonder if those guys are gonna be able to go back that were that were originally working there. Are gonna be able, well, they probably can pick back in there, but it probably won't be the same. The lines won't be the same. Well, you know they'll put the M15 back in there because yeah. it's right there. You know, but other than that, um, they'll move a whole bunch of other lines elsewhere. You know, but uh, but that's what's going down. You well, know, we gotta watch. We gotta watch. We gotta watch for that. That's right. We gotta watch. We gotta watch for that. What you doing over there, Cuz? You see something on the you, going on the website for something? No, I was checking out. They. I just realized that um, Local One Hundred has a, a SoundCloud page, and oh. I was looking at their numbers, and their numbers ain't ain't fucking with ours. A word. <laughs> <laughs> Really? They have a SoundCloud page? As a matter of fact, matter of fact, um, I think Lloyd Archer first show probably got more views than all they um they got like eleven things up there. Okay. So I think Lloyd your show actually um is better than they whole catalog. Wow, they got a sound Oh, they gonna come at y'all then, huh? The, the the SoundCloud is at um where that where that show was at where I played that sound bike. They uploaded to their SoundCloud. Oh yeah? Yeah, it's on oh, their SoundCloud. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's on their SoundCloud. And I was checking the um, I was che- checking the website rankings, even though we not fully up there, but we um, seven hundred twenty three thousand in the United States. The the local is five hundred thousand, but they've been around forever, so everybody know who they are. You know, when we get three months in, we'll probably be like around two hundred thousand, mm-hmm. three hundred thousand. So you know that that's good for a new website. But see, that's what I'm talking about. Th- these guys is not doing better than us, man. No. They're not even using technology. And, and it's a shame how you brothers can't come along and you got the members interested in what's going on. I was reading a post on Facebook thanking you guys for giving them the information by, by, by Jamel posting things out of the contract that they didn't know anything about. The, the, the no layoff clause. One guy gave you kudos, man, for putting it out there and clarifying it. Roger wrote a long. Oh man, did he? Let me ask you something. <laughs> Roger <laughs> wrote a book. Let man. me ask you something. You put that in Winter Circle, right? Yes, I did. So why you ain't tell him that same? Um, that actually you copied and pasted from Roger, because Nick Bedell was asking. He was trying to be slick. Yeah, he you was trying to be you, slick. You should have just told him. Roger posted it in our group, and I copied and pasted and I put mean, it in our group. That could that would have been simple. He was he was carrying on too much, and he was trying to he was trying to play you. Yeah, well, yeah, and I saw it. That's why I said, you know what? Let me play the game. So I said, Nick. You taught me well, okay. How about that? You know what I'm saying? No, you taught me well. But he, he, he. I'm like, he thought he was on to some. Oh, oh, you act like you was at the table. I wonder where you get your information from. See what he thinking is that <laughs> exactly. No, this is this is what he thought. He thought that Roger hit him behind the scenes uh-huh. and gave it to Jamel and said, Jamel, just put this. So now he's trying to be like, oh, you don't, you doing very good. You you writing well, and you and you you talking about you need my class was in all that. But you you writing well, you know about the contract. You know, you should have said no, look. Roger posted this in progressive action. <laughs> and I thought that y'all should see this. You know what exactly. I mean? Now you were, he what was interesting, once again, is that they attacking you about something stupid, about oh, you who oh, where you get this information from. But analyze the information. Is he right or is he wrong? Exactly, <laughs> and that's the and that's the part that breeds <laughs> past them. And it was clear, and, and it was clear as day. And of course, if, if 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 it's right, 
they're going to make it wrong no matter how how you can write three words for them that people that don't even read it's still wrong to them but this yep. is this is their game they talk they talk they talk because i believe that half of them don't know what's going on either nick bedell knows what's going on that's why when he read it he related to that and was like i wonder where he get this information from exactly because this this is what they thinking will roger do to us oh they think this is what they think roger do to us roger talked to us behind the scenes sent us information and we use that firepower to go against them right because they don't believe that we have the the power to go inside the contract and read it and, and re- read it read it ourselves and interpret interpret, interpret stuff so they, they think that we too dumb to do that right mm-hmm. so or they think like i said they think that roger is giving us the fuel to the fire to post things first of all roger posts stuff in progressive action all the time of course i'm gonna listen to him because he was one of the greatest presidents of this union he fought he did things you know what i'm saying we lost a lot when samuelson came on board what did we gain it was give back season as soon as he as soon as he come in the office. That's right. This whole union digressed after he came in. You can't even get people to what Roger had mad I remember seeing this before I was in MTA. I looked up to Roger. I'm like, yo, how can this man rally so many people together yo. to get them to, 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 to march and and go to these meetings? And I look at I look at um, you know, Samuelson meetings and, and it's looking like kids in the cafeteria. <laughs> where half of the school is, where half of the school is on a school trip. Yeah, it, it, it was just clear organizing. He just knew how to organize. He had people around him that organized, and you had the, the transit workers were mad. They were angry. These 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 guys are angry, but they don't have nobody to to to, to, to tap into their anger to get them out there in the street. They don't that's, know how. That's right. I I can remember though. I can remember us flooding Midtown, yeah, man. Yeah. Those rallies were something, man. And another thing I want to say. If Roger is talking to us behind the scenes and sending us emails, texts, um, kites, right, writing in the airplane, writing in the sky with the airplane, <laughs> who cares? Right. Is if is he giving us the right information or he giving us the wrong information? That's what y'all should be worried about. Y'all ain't worried because he giving us the right information, which y'all been lying and blinding the members to all this time. That's right. Y'all, y'all, like, it's a shame. And I can see right through all y'all. Of course, because that's what it should tell you, the fact that when you debate with them about things, y'all, when they go out, when they have to use Roger's administration as a scapegoat and say, yeah, Roger did this, Roger that, it's like, you yeah, listen, talk about what y'all have done in the last seven years. Talk about your, what your fearless leader, Samuelson, has done in the last seven years. And you know what you hear? Crickets. There you go. <laughs> crickets. Hey, hold on. Did you did you say crickets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's I mean, that's basically what you hear. This is crazy. Man. Right. So you know, basically, you talk about seven years. So and then now there's not another election for another two years. So you're talking about nine years. In nine years. What is Samuelson and his administration going to accomplish? What's going to go in the, in, in the books that right. he did? Exactly. Let's, y'all want to play another soundbite? Oh, yeah, we could. <laughs> sure. Play another soundbite for this guy, man. This guy, hold on one second, make sure that it's playing. Yeah, man. Because, I mean, this is, it's only 10 minutes long, but this guy's this guy crazy. Let me just start it right here just to hear this, this mess that he's talking. 
because of some of the hard work that this union has done, uh, the last contract that we settled compelled the MTA to install protective partitions on on every bus in the fleet by the end of this contract. And, uh, and they've come a long way toward fulfilling their obligations under the contract, and they will have totally fulfilled it by January 14th of next year when the contract expires. Now, John, correct me if I'm wrong, but, I mean, isn't New York City one of the very, very few cities in the world where the transit operations actually operate 24 hours a day? I mean, there's, there's no downtime. There is no downtime, <clears throat> and, it's not, and it's not only that. We operate 24 hours a day. Most importantly, we perform construction and maintenance work 24 hours a day on the subway tracks, under live train traffic, which is extremely rare. And uh, it may only be a, a couple of major cities in the world that do that. We mentioned uh, the mayor a little bit before. Can you talk about the, the kind of uh, labor support the mayor may or might, may not have during the next election? Well, there was an article in the Wall Street Journal today, and um, there was a um, you know some comments by labor leaders about the amount of labor support that De Blasio will get going into the next election. And you know, I just don't see it. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if De Blasio got a labor a lot of labor support, but in our view, De Blasio is not a trade union supporter. Uh, particularly with transit workers, he's uh, he's done some things that no trade that nobody who calls themselves a trade union supporter would do. Uh, he's attacked the construction trades on on vital issues such as prevailing wage. Uh, he's not had the best relationship with organ. Whoa, 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 Samuelson. Your boy Cuomo has attacked the new workers with tier six. What's up with that? <laughs> He can't, he can't talk about it. He can't talk about him like he, he can, that. No, he can't do that. Yeah, you can't can talk, talk about his daddy. Exactly. Wow, daddy. Wow. He can't talk about his daddy. That's right, Daddy Cuomo. Yeah, no, he can't do that. <laughs> nah, basically, yeah, you know, he can, he can say that de Blasio is not, you know what I'm saying, a friend of labor, but is Cuomo a friend of labor with Tier 6? I think I'd rather side with de Blasio than, than Cuomo. Exactly, yeah. He was a damn liar about those Partitions. petitions. Yeah. In Grand Avenue Depot right now, there's buses up and down, the RTSs, up and down the street that don't have any partitions on them. Well, he said they're going to be in by by the end of the contract. contract. So I, is that a deadline? I, I don't believe it's a deadline. So let me ask you a question. If they're not in by, they supposed to be fulfilled by the end of this contract, can a driver refuse to drive a bus that don't have a partition? It's 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 if they make it a safety issue. It is a safety issue. That's why I was there. If the driver makes it oh, okay. a safety issue, it is a safety issue. But the driver has to know how to make it a safety issue. He has to say, "I'm working a line where I know there's a lot of assaults, and I don't feel safe without driving this bus without a petition." Okay, it's just like I did when I drove a RTS, or they gave What's me. What's the RTS for people? That's who don't the know. older buses the older instead buses. of the square buses. Okay. Um, and the seats didn't belong to the bus. I'm six foot two. I weigh 290 pounds. I could not sit comfortably in that seat. I would refuse the buses. And they, and they asked me, why am I refusing the buses? I said, because it's not safe. And they would always give me another bus. Some of the guys are afraid to say that because, again, your union or their union doesn't have their back when they refuse. There's a safety uh, resolution form. That's exactly what I'm about to say. That they could fill out. 
What is the safety resolution form? I explained to him. It was in the contract. It was done. You fill it out. You ask your super. You tell them why you don't want you don't want to do the job or or you don't want to operate the bus and tell them why and have your supervisor sign it. Nine times out of ten, that yard dispatcher or that boss is not going to sign that. He said, "Just just give them another bus." Mission accomplished. That's what those forms are for. And I guarantee you that none or nowhere in the, on the desk of a depot chair's office, maybe one depot chair, of a depot chair's office, because there's a lot of issues in there, in now, these depots. Now, a drop, we could do that now. We don't have to wait to the end of the contract. Just ask for the safety resolution form, and no, no driver should drive these buses because you don't know when somebody's going to attack you. That's just like a cop going out there with no vest. Oh, this right. is a good neighborhood. I'm going to work without my vest. No. Right. No, you don't know. You know, Safety is first. And basically, I think also, um, Arch, that at the end of the contract, if they don't have all the bus repartitions, shouldn't that be a breach of contract? It should be. It was an agreement between um, management and the union. I don't think it was in the contract. I think it was just a written agreement. It was a written agreement. agreement that or maybe they would a written or handshake. I believe it was a written agreement. The BOAC committee had meetings with management, and they wrote something up and said by the end of X year or whatever, they're going to have all the petitions on all the buses. Now, they shouldn't even have RTSs anymore. It should be Orions or, 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 or the hybrids in the depots now. But like I said, Grand Avenue Depot, again, one of the newer depots, is the newest depot, has a bunch of those RTSs and old RTSs with no petitions on them. What neighborhood are they running through? Oh, the wow. 60 bus, Just, Rockaway. Right, the 60 that they run The 47 that runs right through. It goes uh, to King's Plaza. Plaza right. That, so basically the minority neighborhood. Minority neighborhood, yeah. yeah. Uh, Where they people sense. don't pay. The Q59. <laughs> I think that's the that's the best line in that depot, I yeah, think. The, no, the, the 24, the, Q, the, B, the B24. The B I worked that or, line. Oh, the B24? It goes out to... Uh, Queens. Okay. Out there. That's that's the better line. Oh, okay. But the Q fifty nine ain't bad neither though. No, it's not. Yeah. It goes, yeah. Out to Queens Boulevard. You got the forty seven that goes right up Ralph Avenue. They don't pay over there. You got the uh sixty that goes up Rockaway Avenue. Yeah, I know the sixty bus. You no, know, they don't pay over there. Let me ask you a question. Like you like the B fifteen, right? It goes from a JFK to um Woodhull Hospital, Woodhull basically, Hospital. right? Yeah. Now there's no swing room. Over there by Woodhull Hospital, correct? Correct. Now, let's just say you go to Models or somewhere else to go use the bathroom and you slip and hurt your ankle, pop your knee, get assaulted. All right. Are, are the workers covered? This is what they do. If it's not a bathroom that they sanction, I guarantee you this is the why they're going to they're gonna refuse your comp. He wasn't performing his assigned duties, and compensation will be denied. What, what, what's the assigned bathroom over there? Is it in Woodhall? Woodhall is that they don't let them use anymore. So, so what you supposed to do? I don't know. You gotta well, ask the union. Anybody from the union <laughs> listening to this, why don't you answer that question? Oh, yeah. they, Who's in the union at East, at East New York Depot? Cause I don't know. Oh, Ron Carter, he's been out there looking for, for bathrooms. It's not up the division is supposed to be out there looking for bathrooms. Ron takes a bus, has a bus out there so that they won't be standing in the cold in the wintertime. A swing bus, A yeah. swing bus. He has a bus out there so and when it's hot so it won't be standing in the heat. All right? But the division knows 
that they supposed to find these swing rooms. There's another location. Well, on the Rivera. On, I mean, if you get off Willie of Facebook. Rivera, right. If you get off of Facebook. The B49, it goes up Ocean Avenue. Every leaf is on Avenue, you and Ocean. There is nothing over there. These guys got to actually go in a Chinese restaurant, buy food to use the bathroom. That's embarrassing. And it's in the contract. So why isn't... <laughs> This this is this is upsetting. I I'm upset and I'm not even in service. <laughs> Bro, you're not even in service. You know what I'm saying yeah. I, I, that's that's very upsetting. And the 15 like B15 is a long line. Yeah. It is. Listen, you know, you're talking from Woodhull Hospital all the way to JFK, and and then when they get in that airport, it's all types of twists and turns in there, man. And then you got to walk when you get to the end of the line, almost to a terminal to use the bathroom over there. Yeah. Uh, so you know, if you if you don't know no better, if you like me, I would stop it right in the middle of the line. I would go in a store or a restaurant. Listen, I got to use your bathroom. I'll call a console, let them know. I'm taking a personal. I tell the people I'll be right back and go to the bathroom. But you got guys that are afraid to do that. Right. Because the boss, they're so afraid of the boss, you know? And, 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 and that's just the way it is, man. Yeah, that's, you know, um, in Map Store, they've always been fortunate to have swing rooms uptown. You know, y'all got um, a new one, right? That they just opened. Yeah, up. Yeah, they have a new one in the Bronx, up in Westchester Square. Okay. So, you know, so they that that's the that's that that's the latest one, and uh, but they but in Harlem, you know, like they've always had you know swing rooms have come and gone, but basically they've had you know the ones that I've cleaned, they've basically have been there for you know well over twenty years, you know. Okay. So basically, um, at least y'all got them up there. Yeah, we got them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We've you know the union, we've always had them. You know. They pay rent in those spots, and um, I clean them. You know, like I said, they um, it's something convenient for drivers to use the bathroom, you know. When well, they get a- you have problems when you don't use the bathroom. Of course. Kidney problems, all kind of problems when you hold, your, hold yourself like that, you oh, know. It's oh, a health issue. It's a health issue, yeah. And then, every, you know, our members don't make it any easier because when you go through the swing rooms and you see what everybody eats when they swing, they eating all the Chinese foods and the pizzas and the big salads and the and the big bowls of rice with gravy and chicken and and you know what I'm saying and all all <laughs> all the things that basically you know if you get a bad batch of food it's gonna send you to the bathroom right exactly. so that's what I mean by saying you got listen if you know that this is what now if you have a swing room it's like okay if you if you don't mind eating that stuff and risk going and risk being drowsy but basically when you talk about if you don't have a swing room. It's like you know. Sorry to say, but you gotta prevent putting yourself in that position to yeah, exactly. where you know the way you have to go to the bathroom like that, you know. And hopefully you can get through your day, and you know you can go home before you have to. You know before you really have to <laughs> use the bathroom, you know. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. That that's. I I was just surprised. I was by Woodhull Hospital the other day, and I was just looking at them. You know, they they just basically hang on the corner, chill out. You know. Right. But see, a lot of our operators, see, um, we ha- if you know, you know, for map store people, if you know Astor Place right by the 6th train, that's the terminal for a lot of the north-south lines that go up and down Madison and 5th Avenue. Right. So in that, there was a college right there. I forgot the name of it, but they used to let the, for years. It's NYU over there. NY, yeah, NYU, yeah. So for years. They allowed the operators to go in there and use the bathroom down at 8th Street and 4th Avenue. 
And what does somebody do? They get into a, they get into a fight with the guard over the use of the old payphone that was in there. <laughs> so what happened? They stopped they stopped the drivers from using the bathroom. Uh, old someplace drivers have been going for years, even years before I got there. Wow. Drivers are going to yeah, you're using the bathroom. So what I'm saying is that a lot of our drivers they do dumb stuff when they go in these places. They write on the wall sometimes. So no, if a merchant say, well, listen, you know, I don't want them using the bathroom anymore. What are you going to do? Now, also what I understand, and this is what I was told by a superintendent uh, one time some, last year, that there's a, there's a whole list of places that, the, that management pays, the, they pay the merchants to allow right. the operators to use the bathroom instead of, instead of taking supplies because I have a list of locations about, it's watered down to six now where I drop off supplies to, where we know operators use the bathroom. Right. You know, so basically management, instead of taking some, because you'll be taking supplies everywhere if that's the case. Yeah, well, and that's what they did do in Brooklyn, too. They take them supplies, the, like paper towels, toilet paper, yeah. Right, so what management does is they just pay them, like maybe two, $300 a month or something, something crazy like that. Yeah. You know, something small, you know. But like I said, man, it's drivers have to not, you know, they have to be more, Civilized when they go in these places, and don't tear up. Don't tear up these people's places. Yeah, I mean, we should have our own place. Bottom line, we shouldn't be using nobody else's place. Exactly. That's that's basically how it should work. This company makes too much money. No, I mean, the, the union could have took a million dollars of that thirty million dollars that they spend and put nice outhouses at least. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, right. that's all it takes. Yeah. <laughs> Out outhouses. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they could have put porta parties, you know. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> they could have put yeah porta parties. Why not? Yeah, and kept keep a clean over there to keep them clean. Exactly. You know I mean, y'all demoting people every chance y'all get. <laughs> I'm quite sure somebody will take somebody, that job. Yeah, was, yeah somebody get all light duty. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Listen, you got to be creative, man. Yeah, they got to be creative. They don't know how to be creative. Yeah, and another thing, right, you know, what gets me is, you know, you, you talked, I think it was put on Facebook about how people were getting written up for not have, for being out of uniform, not having, a, you know, the full uniform. Yeah, I'll I tell y'all the story. Um, I went to Stillwell um, probably like two weeks ago, and they sent a new conductor home because he didn't have the proper uniform, and it wasn't because he had it um, – he just didn't wear it. It's because he never received it. <clears throat> so they sent him home. Dispatcher wouldn't let him sign on because he sent it home. Now, everybody is well aware of the uniform issues here. Everybody's well aware. I just heard this, um, this girl say she ordered a, a jacket for the winter, and it just came last week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? These uniforms, like, What's going on with these uniform companies? But but in that situation, wouldn't they did the union or is the union rep try to get them his payback for losing? I mean, it's it's the the company. I don't know what company they use now, but the company we were using, you can go right on the kiosk or go online and order. I think it's, it may be different now. No, but they taking a time. Like it's like it's like there's nothing available from what I understand. You know really? what I'm saying? And and I I just don't know, but. No, in the MTA, they probably not paying him. As far yeah, as far as the union, as far as the union getting him his payback, I mean we'll see. I mean I. I, I now don't what know. I want to find out, Arch, is 
back in the day, I, th- I think I asked how. You was reading my mind. Yeah, I was reading your mind. Right. Yeah, back in the day, in, on the TA side, where did y'all get y'all uniform from? It was a place in Long Island City. <clears throat> you would take the train, the G train to, I think it was, it was right there by Queen, Queen's, Queen's, Queen's Plaza. All right. Take the, the, the F train or, or the G train, Queen's Plaza, right upstairs. It was in a building. And they had all the uniforms for every department in that building. Okay. It was, the tailor was in there, and the guy that ran was in there. His name was Griff. I'll never forget his name. And they had all the uniforms right there. They didn't have to go through all the changes. When you was in training on the bus, the, the, the instructor would take the whole class up to this build, up to the place. They would measure you for your uniform. You go back about a two or three days later and pick your uniforms up. Right. And with no problems. But some moron that figured they would save money by mail order uniforms, they just got rid of the place, which it, made more sense to me. It, right. It makes more sense <coughs> to them that could get. And, and see, those were better quality clothes. Absolutely. That was a better quality because I remember my father, he had shirt, he had shirts and stuff for 20 years and lives in great shape, man. The vests that they gave us, yeah, the pants. Those vests, yeah. So that's what I mean when I say, cause I, because I know a map store, the guys used to go to the old Walnut Depot. Right. And get okay. their uniform. All right. Our, our place was in Long Island City. Long Island City, along with other RTO people. RTO, the, uh, 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 station agents. The cleaners even had uh, their stuff there. Okay. Uh, maintenance Away had their stuff there. Okay. You so, know? But you can't beat that. Why can't they bring back? Why can't they bring that back? Why would the union allow them to switch over like that? They could easily bring that back. So that way, it see, that's what, what I'm saying is that that's another way. It's another convenience for the members, but it also eliminates that stupidity. Exactly. And talking about, oh, well, you're out of uniform. Yeah. It it eliminates that. I mean, they need to address the the uniform as the boots. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? True. Like, how can men and women have different type feet? How can you make a unisex? I don't even know if these unisex. I don't even think these is for women. Period. No, how I can you expect? That. I know it's boots you're talking about, too. How yeah. can you expect them to squeeze their nice, pretty feet inside these construction, <laughs> these, these moon man boots? Yeah. Brother, you know they don't care. You know, yeah, I mean, when you look at transit workers, especially the ones that got 15, 20 years, they got a funny walk, man. Mm-hmm. Their knees is messed up. Their hips is messed up. They need knee replacements. What the hell was you doing? Was you playing? You was running back for the Giants, or was you a bus driver? Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? It's called the occupational disease. Yeah, but the thing is that your feet is your foundation. That's right. So when your foundation is messed up, your building will crumble. Exactly. That's the basic law of the land. Period. You know what I'm saying? These boots isn't good for us. They not. Well, that should be something that 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 when they. I guess they gave y'all the the wish list for the contract already. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't uh, nothing about the that. Christmas on list, yeah. It was uh, you call that a Christmas list? We called it a wish list. A wish list, right? A wish list. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even a wish list. Wow. It was a bullshit list. That's what it was. <laughs> no, matter of fact, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put up tonight. I'm gonna put up um our contract, our wish list against the bullshit list. And people, don't forget on Progressive Action. Facebook group, you could vote 
and let us know do you think Samuelson and his administration is doing a good job I think right now we got over 200 votes which is good for us because we know that nobody's still in votes I got the system set up to where you only could vote one time from one device not that dying hard shit, right? Yeah, not that. Not <laughs> matter of fact, we ain't gonna need no dying hard for right, this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. <clears throat> I got the system set up right. And why do it seem like that we so much more advanced than y'all voting system? <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> I, you know, that's another thing I brought up. Why is it nobody brought up to this executive board, and the executive board vote on a different style voting system like the one that we have up on Progressive Action? And then they can make it even better. See, what what I was. Is you can't. It basically takes your IP address. Yeah. So you can't vote from the same IP address twice, right? Now, if transit wanted, if if the union wanted to make it interesting, they could use that, but also make the um person put in a pass number. So even if they is voting from a different um a different device, different device it would recognize their pass number. So it would actually have to pass two passes. The, the the IP address and they have to pass the pass number. Right. So even if you do vote twice with the same pass number, it will not allow you. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what Excellent needs. Excellent idea. Yeah. That, that's what needs to be done. It it could be done, but they don't want to do that. They don't want to because it that. makes it too easy. They don't want it to be easy. It makes it too easy, and it, and it's, it'll be hard for them to cheat Gee. because. And then <laughs> what will what, what make it even more interesting is let the count be live, like ours is. So as soon as you vote, you get to see a percentage of who voted for what, how many people voted, and it'd be right then and there for you. Right. Instead of instead of being on pins and needles for a whole what for, for three three weeks or a month. Yeah, for one. That that's a good idea. I mean, I mean, it should be put out there. It know? is out there now. So progressive act. So progressive act the radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> but the, yeah, got. But um, that's an excellent idea, you know. Um, like you said, they can't cheat. They um, they that's definitely they can't cheat. You ain't got to worry about Barbara Dyingheart saying, uh, 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 we caught somebody talking to the, mm-hmm. their opponent, or whether you do it from your home. Or her seventy thousand for three days. We get to save money on that. What building that was in? That was in the. A matter of fact, you get rid of the AAA. You save money on them. You ain't got to worry about nobody getting kicked out, no building. I believe it was six figures. I think I remember 100,000 or something. 100,000 like or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, this is the way to go. It's just that y'all not technical. Y'all don't know about technology. It's here for us. It's here for how we. I set up this poll on purpose just to show y'all that you could set up something effective and make it work. Well, I don't know if they're gonna listen to you now. You made a lot of enemies. They sure And you wanna know what? I'm cool with that. I hear you, and I I'm, got your back. I, and I appreciate that, brother. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm cool. I, I like. You know what? I'm cool with people not getting along with me because I know that I'm doing something right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and like I said, I started out with nobody liking me. Now I got people like Lloyd up here. I got people like Staley up here. I got Joe up here. I got Roger up here. You know, I I got Baron up here. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, when I first started this, people disagreed with me all over the place, all because of education, right? Now, those same people that disagree with me see me different, and now, they, you know, they agree with me. So, it's cool. You don't have to like me at first. But at the end of the day, I'm going to win. And if we – and if – 
if I decide to run for a position, because y'all know y'all go off of popularity, I'm going to have the best stage to run off of. <laughs> it's going to be the bottom line. I'm going to have the best well, stage to run off of. What exactly. I would like to say is just, man, just keep doing what you're doing, man, and keep getting the message out there to the people, you know, you know, just curb their bullshit that they're putting out here, man, and you'll be y'all gonna be just fine. Um, a lot of members are waking up; they they're a little slow at it, but they're waking up, man. And you know, if if I can help in any way, especially in the department that I worked in, I don't have a problem with it. You doing you doing great, man. We had you up here twice from twelve to two. That's that's great. Yeah, man. I'm retired. I'm supposed to be sleep now. Man. Nah, man. You supposed to be. You doing what you're supposed to do right now. You're supposed to be up. What my mother always said, you sleep when you're dead. Yeah, that sound like my mother too. That's right, man. So not, you know, that's what I mean. I said, no, stay up. And you want to know what? Continue to help people and take those calls. Because you know what? That means a lot. It does. I, you know, I still feel good doing it, you know. I just feel bad that I can't, I can't do the hands-on part because, I, I mean, I can imagine me going down the two Broadway saying, I want to sit in, in this guy's, on, on this arbitration case. Oh, you can't do that, you know, but I would love to do that. And I try to coach him and tell him as much as I can. I, like a, 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 a brother called me and I told him what to do. He said the chair of the depot looked at him like he was crazy when he asked him for the form that he needed. Like, you ain't supposed to know that. Yeah, he is supposed to know that. You're supposed to teach him that. Right. You're supposed to show him that. No, you know? but the, yeah, but the ideas for the ideas for the members to remain stupid no. depend, you know, dependent upon them. And I say to my, you know, it's a very, it's a dangerous game. It's a dangerous thing. It you know? is. It is. And one thing else I want to say, and if all the members out there listening, you don't work for them. They work for you. You pay their salary with your union dues. Do not let them intimidate you. You kick their asses when they walk into them garages and them barns and you let them know what you want done. Because you know, again, you're gonna, they're gonna have to vote for them again. And stop voting for your friend because your friend and this business, you put that aside. There's a two separate things, all right? Because when the time comes and you're really in the jam, your friend ain't gonna be able to get you out. You need a union rep. Yeah. You don't need your friend. That's right. Nino Brown said it best in, in New Jack City. He said, "Your friends is friends. This is business. business. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. See, the thing is that that's a good point you brought up, Arch. They don't look at it as a business. They look at it as a fraternity, right? And one big old party. You know what I'm saying? You, I will vote for my friend if I have belief in them that if I'm ever in something serious, that they will be able to get the job done. But I'm not putting somebody in position." Just because I'm cool with them and we go out and we have fun and we bowl and we have drinks and things like that. That's that's why the union is messed up. That's right. You putting people well, they putting themselves in a position, but if they not they uh, these people not capable of doing the job. They not. Yep. And just think about it. Just think long and hard. What has Samuelson and crew done really for you lately? When is the last time you seen your TA surface division committee in your depot. And I can tell you that I can answer that myself, election time. That's the last time you've seen them. And they 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 dwindle and I'm not even on the job anymore. And I get and I bet donuts to dollars that that, that that's the only time you see them is election time. You may see them once in a while when they want to show off a little bit, but 
Otherwise, you don't see him. Like this cat, Tommy McNally. He said in Flatbush, Flatbush Depot last week, he caught vendors in there that weren't supposed to be in there putting the tapes on the buses. How many vendors did you catch up at the Union Hall? <laughs> 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 Talking that shit. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But um, it is what it is, man. I can't, I can't do no more than talk now and help them. That, but, that's, but, that, but this is important. And, you know, they still come with these shop gates in these garages. And, it's, and, it, and, it, and it basically, you know, they try to come during the midday when they know everybody's swinging, when most runs are swinging. But basically, it's like still, like, they don't have a whole lot of people in there. It's not flooded in there. They don't want the people to ask questions yeah. in the room. Mm-hmm. So... So, like I said, right now, what we got to do is we got to get ready and wrap up now. So, can if you can, Aloyd, give the people one final word. All right. My, my final word is this. There's a thing that rules this union, and it's called the contract. Everybody needs to pick it up for your department. Find your department in that contract. Read it. Understand it. Put these guys' feet to the fire and let them know that you're a little knowledgeable now. And also, I would say, in addition to reading the contract, you know, we need to start reading the bylaws of the Constitution and to know how officers are supposed to, you know, what's really supposed to go on within the union. But also, in addition to reading the contract, we need to also start trying to find out what the laws are, you know, that governs our job. Because, um, again, the MTA is not above the law and the union is not above the law. So things can't be put in the contract that supersedes law, okay? Um, the bottom line is we have to follow the law. That's just like what's coming down with the, um, in 20, starting in 2018, where you, know, you get eight weeks, I'm sorry, where you get six weeks maternity, paternity leave, and then it's supposed to go up to eight weeks by 2021. But my thing is that's law, that's gonna be law that the MTA is gonna have to follow. So. In a case like that, of course, that that blows us out. You know, that blows that two weeks out the water that we have so far. Okay, so what should be negotiated is where instead of our members getting the sixty-seven percent mandated by the state, let's negotiate it the way we get a hundred percent. Why not? I mean, how much would it cost the MTA? It's not going to cost them a whole lot. Everybody's not going to go out on a rampage or go make a whole bunch of babies. Okay, so that's what I mean. But say, so, you know, I'm out of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, yeah, I second that. So anyway, what I'm saying is that in addition to reading the contract, we need to get down with these laws and civil service laws and things like that, so that we can really um, know what's really going. You know, you know, so, so that we can have it all around idea of what's really going on. You know. Yeah. It sound like uh, we shaking the building. That's what it sound like. Yeah. <laughs> but look, um, yeah, we're about to wrap it up. I need y'all to, um, if y'all have any questions, comments, concerns, you can email us at progressiveaction100 at gmail.com. Um, check in on our blog site, progressiveaction.info. Follow us on Instagram, progressiveaction. Um, hit us on Twitter, progressiveact. We are here. That's our show for today. Thanks, Lloyd Archer, for coming. Thanks, Thanks Jamel. Even though he came late, he was in the building. Contribution was needed. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know I'm going to come here. You know I'm going to make it. Yeah, and you know, 
Thanks once again, guys. That's the show for today. Peace.